Well, welcome to the follow-up podcast. My name is Hayden. I am the worship director here at Arbor Church, and today I'm joined by Allison Oconi, our community care pastor. From my angle, it did not look like you were doing something great to the people watching. <laughs> I actually haven't been on for a while, yeah. so I have like lost my groove. Your but muscle memory is gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. And we have Brian Cobley, our students director and our speaker from Sunday. So, yeah, thank you for waving to the audience, Brian. That's very kind of you. Um, if you guys weren't here on Sunday, uh, it was probably intentional because you didn't want to talk to people in a circle. Um, we started a new series called Circles. And, um, actually I think that we could probably spend a little bit of time there behind where the name came from, why we're doing what we're doing and, um, what we're kind of hoping for, for the uh, three weeks that we find ourselves in this series. So Allison, I was gonna say Allison <laughs> should probably start out because this was her idea. Um, and then we all kind of hopped on and, yeah. um, planned it as a team, but this was Allison's. I mean, I was uh, catching up as a team. Yeah. So Allison, <laughs> yeah. take it away. Okay. Well, what we were thinking, we looked at uh, the ministry calendar in the spring and we saw a thing called Easter that's next month. And we looked at you are like, where are we now in relation mm-hmm. to Easter? Yeah. And the guess, the feel, the sense was that we are probably as small and poor today as a church Mm -hmm. than we will ever be again. So like this is the people that are here now with us are Mm -hmm. our core. It's our foundation. Mm -hmm. And if we could like build a really strong foundation, then everything that follows on that will be um, built on something strong. And, you know, we kind of talked out loud about like, how can you make your foundation or your core strong and it's like you can educate them you could connect them together so that their bonds are are strong etc yeah. and we talked about wouldn't it be fun to like either do like workshops or a conference or some type of something different to like equip the people and we ran through all sorts of roadblocks in our mind we were like dude You've got childcare issues. You've got like people's calendars are tight, mm-hmm. et cetera. So online then online aspect was a difficult thing to plan around too. What was it? Online aspect. Oh yeah, doing everything online. You know, it's it, it just seemed like we just hit many roadblocks. So then mm-hmm. we started thinking, what if we optimize the time that they're already devoted to Arbor, which is ten yeah. o'clock on Sunday morning? Mm-hmm. Like, let's use that as our yeah. conference equipping time. Mm -hmm. So we boiled down the, like, what would we want to have this core really solid on? Mm -hmm. And we thought, okay, it's going to be our mission values purpose of helping people find and follow Jesus in various spheres of influence in their life or various circles of their life. So that's kind of how we started. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so far, so good. We yeah. had our first kickoff day, and we talked about the smallest sphere, mm-hmm. like the one that's in the very center, which is like here at home. How can we help people find and follow Jesus here at Arbor Church? Mm-hmm. 
And uh, next week we'll go to the circle that's outside of that yeah. and then to the larger circle out, yeah. outside of that. So um, we busted down the pews and we put in circle tables instead mm -hmm. and people got to interact together mm -hmm. and get to know one another. We used old fashioned name tags that say, you know, hello, my name is yeah. Allison or whatever. And uh, Th it, that is your name. That's a family name. We made everybody <laughs> wear that. Allison, <laughs> whatever. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, it was a really good time to connect, and which like that was one of our goals um, to connect the people, get them talking and ideating. Um, so it was it was great. It was really yeah. good. I think one of the things that we all sensed um, since we've been know, trying to recover from, um, tough times in the past two years, um, is we've casted vision so many times and mm -hmm. said, this is our mission, vision, goals, whatever. And I think all of us on staff kind of realized like we're doing this, we're making it abundantly clear what mm -hmm. like God has told us the vision and mission of Arbor should be, but people for the most part, aren't buying into it, right? There's some very, very faithful members of Arbor who are so behind that mission and vision, mm -hmm. but let's say 80% of the church mm -hmm. is just kind of apathetic towards what's next, right? Yeah. And I, th I, th I think people might have a hard time actually knowing what our mission statement is, which is the people helping people find and follow Jesus. Because I think before when we started, it was making disciples together, mm -hmm. which is very big in our lobby, which yeah. is still an awesome saying yeah. but i think the people helping people find and follow jesus i don't think people truly know that's our mission i think they can probably say something very similar to it mm -hmm. but not actually say the word so i'm not, i'm excited for how many times we get to say it right yeah and if, if, the, if this core can't get that in these three weeks yeah. like this is why we're doing it pretty yeah. sure i said like 20 times right. well and right. i think that people i think people have heard it maybe they can't recite it yet but i, I mean imagine there's so many people who are like, I've heard this four times this year already. You know, I know what it is. But I think one of the things that I was hoping for coming into the series was we've casted the vision, we've reiterated it, we've said it so many times, mm -hmm. and that's not changing. The mission and vision isn't changing. But maybe how we accomplish that and how, what that actually looks like on a day-to-day -day basis, that is up for discussion. And that's what we were kind of hoping for in these table discussions is, We've always thought of people helping people find and follow Jesus looks like this. And hopefully someone who's sitting at that table says, but could it also look like this? Um, and I think that's some of the beauty of having these roundtable conversations is um, you put 77 people in a room in like an open forum, probably only seven people are going to check because they're the bold, outgoing ones, right? But when you kind of break everyone down into seven-person, eight-person groups, you don't really have the luxury to just check out and say, I'm not going to give my opinion or my thoughts on this. So I think there's going to be a lot of cool things that get discussed. And um, I think even cool things that us as staff are going to hear thoughts and opinions from people and be like, I had never heard that from Joe Schmo, um, our five-year attender of Arbor. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for the new, uh, the creative element here, because mm -hmm. when you put all these minds and hearts in 
a room together and you give them something to ideate on, mm-hmm. um, chances are this is going to be where amazing ministry ideas begin, mm-hmm. right? Because somebody over the last two years in COVID <laughs> yeah. particularly has been thinking, wow, wouldn't it be great if a church yeah. dot, 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 like they're starting to be um, led by the yeah. spirit and it's just such a exciting time to mm-hmm. welcome their voice. Although we've always welcomed ideas, we're, we're being really intentional about saying, please, yeah. Tell us what you think about this. Yeah. You know, join us and partner with us. Well, and like for myself, someone who sat at a table yesterday, it was um it was cool to to get to hear some more depth from people, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we just get the lobby talk and it's like haha sports joke, weather observation. Um, but in this situation, <laughs> like I get to hear, you know, what is it that you're passionate about or what is it that like you are seeing that I've never seen before. And you start to like really flesh out these people that were, like I just said, you know, sports joke, weather observation. That's all I know about yeah. Joe Schmo. So um, I think that's really cool. And I'm excited to see that grow over the next two weeks. Um, yeah, it's in our first week that a lot of great conversations happened. Yeah. I think right after um, the service was done, I think a lot of people stuck around mm-hmm. afterwards and just hearing how many people enjoyed that. Actually, yeah. Me giving the message and seeing how many people enjoyed yeah. that was insane. I think I, I, I said it to you guys this morning. Let everybody know, like, I realized that people were craving this when I just came up there and said, hey, <laughs> just introduce your name. <laughs> hearing, the, like, oh. hearing the conversations of people just introducing their names, I'm like, okay, I guess guess you were all craving to have your yeah. name. Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Right? But, it, but then it was like, I, were you craving to be known? Were you yeah. craving to know like I would just even in there I'm like why did that also bring so mm-hmm. much excitement for people that they just it was just tell your name and this room just mm-hmm. erupted in laughter yeah and and well some of them are laughing because they just pointed at their sticker and then sat back down because <laughs> they're like you already know what my name is this Hello, is my name is Allison yeah this is yeah, pretty yeah, trivial in which I knew that I, I walking up stage I already yeah. heard people introducing themselves mm-hmm. but I was like Somebody, there's gonna be somebody who just sat down, yeah. just with one person who mm-hmm. might already feel like yep. they're behind. So I'm like, let's just get them all, everybody mm-hmm. all on the same page. Uh, yep, who they are, and who knows, somebody could have wrote something their name wrong on the, on the sticker. That's true. Yeah. Also, names are hard to pronounce sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, great segue, Brian. Let's talk about your topic because Allison was the uh, pioneer for the series, but you were the pioneer for starting it. Yes, so, which is funny because I wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. If you guys remember, we had Scott listed for this day yeah. for him to start the circle tables. And it was like three weeks ago. And you're like, actually, Brian should do this. I was like, wait, wait, well, hold on. Well, I don't we, even know what oh, we're no, doing. We figured, we figured out that it wasn't a hard topic, so we couldn't give it to Scott. If it was going to be hard. It wasn't going to cause some angst. Exactly. Right. We're like, this is actually pretty easy. This won't come with a lot of email, so I think the staff can handle this. Yeah, the staff will. We'll keep the softballs ourselves. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, we also thought that Brian would be perfect because he heads up so many serving teams here Mm -hmm. that if he couldn't ignite yeah. people to jump on a team like then who I should could. probably let go of that you know <laughs> right. that team. this is this big tryout <laughs> well, can I you think keep that, your job or not and I think part of you know part of the podcast is to go deeper and to spend time on stuff that we didn't really have time to do on a Sunday morning and I think it's actually kind of cool for us to be able to peel the curtain back 
and talk about the change that we made like a week before the series started where we were actually going to spend time talking about church home and your home. And we were going to talk about the church's miracle mile neighborhood and then your neighborhood. And, um, that was something that was hard for us to, to say, we're not going to talk about that because that was something that we wanted. We wanted to talk about it because we didn't want people just to be coming to church and then not being Christians outside of the church, right? Be a Christian here at church at home, all of that being covered. And then we realized it's so much content to cover in three weeks to be able to really do either side of the coin well. And we just thought, let's let's do it here. And obviously, we'll spend time talking about what does that look like when you go home or the other avenues of life. Um, but Brian, when we made that decision, were you already working on your sermon? Yeah, when we changed it to just... Yeah. Yeah, at that point, I, I knew... At that time, if you guys remember us saying, I want to do something like Mary, Martha, and Lazarus where mm-hmm. I can we can we I can walk it backwards where you saw something great and then go yeah. back to the very first time it was something they did in their home. Yeah. And so I was like, I want to do something like Mary, Martha, and Lazarus as, as I was like right working on this. Yeah. Like, so why don't I just do Mary, Martha, and Lazarus? Yeah. Like, why am I, What's something what like is something Mary Martha? like though? <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was the girl saying to a guy like, "Why can't I find a good guy?" And the guy's like, uh, "I'm, right, I'm right in front of you." So I just felt like this. I'm like, yeah. so I probably should just do Mary Martha. Well, I, th- I think that speaks to the fact that you did good research on what to find, and God clearly wanted you to teach out of mm-hmm. that passage, right? Because it, when we removed the actual nuclear family avenue of what we're talking about still worked and it worked really well for what we were talking about. Right. So, um, let's, let's talk about your week, Brian, you, um, there's so many talking points behind this series. Like the fact that behind closed doors, we refer to circles as also, um, the great commission, right? Mm-hmm. Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the earth. So you got to focus on Jerusalem to yes. start things. Yeah. Um, and you you mentioned that scripture, but the majority of your time talking was um, Mary Martha Lazarus. Yeah. Uh, what what drew you to that passage? Uh, so it wasn't it wasn't as much as Mary Martha and Lazarus. I wanted to focus on like a city, village, or town mm-hmm. that was being changed because of what people were doing in their homes. Yeah. So I was thinking originally. I was thinking like. Something like Paul's letters or something. Yeah. But as you guys remember, when we when you gave me that week and I'm like, okay, now can you guys tell me what you're doing? Because yeah. I missed the I missed I wasn't here for the day that you guys planned this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, so catch me up. And as you were mm-hmm. catching up, I just kept hearing dream, dream, dream. And I was like, and I started dreaming. I started thinking mm-hmm. of like this big dream of what Arbor could be mm-hmm. uh in this in the sanctuary just around this church. Yeah. And then I realized like that dream was great. How do I get there? Yeah. And so I started walking back and I just even remember the time that I was, when I first felt like God was calling me to be a pastor, I had so many dreams. I could just, I went on runs and Mm -hmm. I was picturing myself preaching and I was coming up with sermons while I was running. Like I couldn't wait for that day. But then I was like, okay, but how do I get there? Yeah. Like I can see me there, but how do I get there? And so when you guys were telling it to me, I'm like, that's what I want to do is I want people to dream get this big picture. Yeah. But then how do we get there? And so I wanted to create a story where we saw the change that was happening in an area 
mm-hmm. and then we walk it back a little bit to say, okay, now how did that happen? Yeah. And then as we look there and then go, okay, but this wasn't even the start. Mm-hmm. Now it actually started just by Martha, Mary, and Lazarus saying, we would like, we accepting the mm-hmm. call of serving yeah. Jesus and those who are listening to his teaching just by mm-hmm. saying yes to hosting in their home, which was also cool because um, for those of you who are like, how can I serve? Uh, I used to be at a church where we did, like, whole focus was groups like we do here. And we always ask people to be groups, but we also ask people like, hey, you may, maybe you don't want to lead a group, but would you would you mind hosting a group just in their home? And mm. I always felt like that was weird. I'm like, why would somebody host a, a group but not teach them yeah. or be that? It was until I was writing this sermon series where I'm like, that's what Martha did. Mm-hmm. She just hosted this. She yeah. didn't have to she didn't have to lead the group. She didn't have mm-hmm. to teach anything in the group. Mm-hmm. All she had to do, all she felt called to do was host this group. And I was like, that's why churches ask also, would you be willing to host a group? Mm-hmm. And that hit me in that moment of, yeah. of another way somebody can serve. It's just mm-hmm. like, man, I don't, I don't want to lead a group. I really don't want to be part of a group, mm-hmm. but I can open my home up for a group. So yeah. And clean up after the the group. So mm-hmm. if somebody just has an easy way to lead. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a huge gift. It is. Oh, it's a huge. I always ask that question. I'm like, so why would somebody huge. do that? Totally get it now. Huh. Yeah. I, think I don't one know of the, if that's the model they chose, but I think one of the things about Sunday was it was so. I think it exceeded all of our expectations. Um, and to peel back the curtain, I don't. I don't remember what day it was. Was it last week or two weeks ago that we sat in your office, Allison? You, me, and Brian, because we are the speakers for this series. And I mean, we whiteboarded and. There was conflict. There was, and we illustrated, yeah, as well or doodled. Yes, <laughs> Brian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brian doodled that a lot, and I still have it. In, yeah, I still have it in my office. I think Brian's big doodle board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I think what was so cool about that experience was we all had our intentions of what we thought should happen going into that meeting, and then we realized after we all chatted that we had different intentions, different goals, different ways of getting there. And I think many times it would have been just easier for us to say, all right, Allison, you plan it, Brian, you plan it, Hayden, you plan it, whatever, right? Like this, we can't collaborate. We can't come to an agreement. But I think that we were doing in that office, what people are doing on the Sunday mornings, right? Is we said, we all have very different ideas and we are trying to accomplish different things. Yeah. I think we got to a point where like, um, cause you were, you were like our, our script, you were writing a lot of things on the whiteboard. And then I just got up and I said, what is the most important thing yeah. that we need to get done with this? And then what are things that would be nice to get done? Cause we all had those on our list, right? We were able to kind of agree on this is what we want to get done. And if we get these other things done, that's cool. Right. And going into this Sunday, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to accomplish what we want to accomplish. And I think we sat back and realized, really, it's not a whole lot that we're doing. It's what God's doing and the people that show up, right? If they're willing to be game for this conversation. And especially we decided to start abstract and get more descript as we went on. And that was the most challenging thing for my group. The first time the questions flashed up, they're like, oh, this isn't a yes or no question. This is like <laughs> kind of expansive and thinking. And I think and that's vulnerable. what's cool. Guys, and, and, and vulnerable. And I will tell you on the, to, to branch off a little bit because you guys are about to write it. 
Yeah. Questions was actually the most difficult thing to come up with. Oh, 100%. Because I wanted to come up with questions that weren't way too simple, but were all but not way too complicated to where people are trying to figure out what the question is asking the whole time rather than just answering the question, mm-hmm. but also be very thought-provoking at the same time. And lead to the next and, section yes. or the finish. Yes. Well, and it was a, actually yeah. quite difficult to, to and make not just questions. lead to the next section but also none of us are trying to lead the witness right like here's what we want you to say so let's write questions that get there right and that's not what we were going for but we didn't want them to jump ahead exactly either, right yeah. it's these yeah this is by far one of the more challenging things that i mean i'll be a part of because it's the first time i'll be speaking at arbor in any capacity but like just long overdue <laughs> but like the the questions I've thought about them for my week of like, man, I could just leave it super abstract for the first chunk and then get very descript. But at the same time, I have an outcome that I want, but that doesn't mean that's where we need to go. Right. And and how do you write questions? So I think you did a great job, Brian. Thank you. And I read I, them I, and I'm like, I don't think I could have written them any better myself because it's <laughs> very challenging. It was challenging. Yeah. So, well, it's um, exercising for us. It's exercising a new muscle, which mm-hmm. is usually when you message prep, you just have a intro body yeah. inclusion mm-hmm. and you do want to lead people somewhere, you mm-hmm. know, um, but what we were, what Brian has done and what yeah. we'll be doing is we're also handing off to the table leaders, yeah. um, the facilitation of the discussion that hopefully, <laughs> you know, stays yeah. somewhat uh, down the middle yeah. of where we're at, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, to steward that time really well. And then yeah. we pick back up as speakers, we pick back up the content sharing and then hand it back to yeah. the table leaders again. Well, <sighs> and I think one of the cool outcomes from yesterday, I think where we would all agree is the measure of if this message was effective could have easily been de- determined by, how many people signed up to serve, right? Mm-hmm. But I think what we heard stories in our staff meeting about were hearts actually getting changed and mm-hmm. eyes opening up. Yeah. Because if we had 30 people that signed up for Teams and in six months they're off, yeah. maybe you could say this series was somewhat effective. But the fact that you're hearing from people, like Brian shared a story about somebody who has been here for a while and this was the first time that they're like, I should really get involved and I should serve. And it's like, that's the heart change that we want because that keeps the longevity of, okay, I'm doing this for the right reason versus, yeah, sure. I guess I'll sign up for the coffee. I know. Team. I mean, cause I, I gave a certain, why I was a little um, nervous and didn't really want to accept the challenge of the circle was because I felt like I just gave a sermon like yeah. this yeah. with legs when I did the serving one. And I got like no response from yeah. that serving message. Yeah. Like nothing. I was like, wow, I failed at that. Yeah. It's because you were too nice. Do you remember? I was very and nice. And I was like, stop being so nice. I was incredibly You nice. were like, mm-hmm. guys, if you Use just. Use your gifts. You've been given a gift. Well, Use you're like, gift. you know, some of you may be too stressed to serve. Mm-hmm. And we want to just serve you instead. And I was like, wow, you yeah. just like the whole wide world is <laughs> <Yeah>. stressed. <laughs> Why? Don't yeah. give and we're serving the, the world, Allison. That is our God. That is our call under like, the law of like, God. Okay? I was like, don't give them an out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everybody's well, like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm too stressed. But, but I think there's some, <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. I will say Sunday though. It really felt like everybody was mm-hmm. engaged. Like I made some terrible jokes that weren't funny, 
Mm. They all laughed at yeah. really hard. Like my joke at the end, you guys remember I said, I don't want, I don't want, uh, I was at a church where I went to something like this yeah. and they yeah. forced you. Yeah. So we're going to do that and shut the doors now. Everybody laughed at it. I'm like, <laughs> no, that was good. I was up there going, no, that wasn't good. that funny? I think that was an awkward was laugh of like, <laughs> I can't tell really if he's being serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And then all the people are thinking in their head, what are there, is there locks on the door? I don't remember seeing locks. You know who I felt sorry for are the first-time visitors oh, who don't yeah. know us at all, right? right? They wouldn't have known if you were serious yeah, but, or not. Mm-hmm. And here they yeah. are, yep. on, you know, come yeah. and serve. Well, I think that we'll have um, a lot of insights over the next two weeks um, and a lot of things to share. But I think... <sighs> I think that we go into any series planning and we're like, this is going to be the best series that Arbor's ever heard. Like every time it's like, this is what they need to hear. Right. Yeah. And then over time it's like, okay, this was probably like middle of the road, C plus B minus area. On that note, can we as a staff next Monday go through all of the sermons that we have done in the past and just rank them? Oh gosh. That would be a fun podcast, but I think it would also be a little insulting. Yeah. Um, Especially if we're grading yeah. each other. Allison application was kind of eh, on that yeah, one. So. I know. Yeah, you got to ruin that one. Yeah. So, oh, no. but um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next two weeks. Um, I thought you did a great job opening, Brian. We saw a lot of response. It was, I, I, I said in the staff meeting on Monday, um, that it just felt like a different church. It did. It just felt, it, and not like the, the way that we were doing things or the core was bad before. It just felt like, wow, um, these people have always been here. And they've always wanted this and it's kind of on us that we didn't think to do this sooner. And, you know, it was like they were craving the community, yeah. but they mm-hmm. needed, yeah, they needed our not permission, yeah. but like mm-hmm. us to make the route for how they can actually connect yeah. with each other. Well, and also, I mean, I don't know how many times we talked about like, there's a good chance nobody shows up for this because yeah. it's uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Totally. And then, no, I did a, I did an over yeah. under uh, with one of our volunteers. I'm like, what yeah. do you think the over under is? And uh, I said, I said over under 50. Yeah. And they were like, I think over. I'm like, I think over two, but I yeah. think just a little bit over yeah. 50. But no. So yeah. And we had we had a great turnout, and I think that's more like egg on our face, right? Because we just thought, oh man, congregation. Well, here's, here's the thing, though. We'll find out this coming Sunday. Yeah what our our real response is yeah. because but it's not a reflection on anything that I did or I <laughs> yeah. said no no you're, uh, you're yeah right you're fine. thank you thank I you I just think if the introverts were like wow that was excruciating yeah you know to sit in a, at a table and talk with people I'd like be, they won't come back I would be shocked because I'm not kidding when I went up after the second group discussion because uh-huh. we did three I honestly felt like, I feel like I'm interrupting at this point. And everyone's like, Stopping sit back down. <laughs> yeah. Get them off the stage. Like, I seriously went up there going, I feel like they're going to be mad now yeah. that I'm interrupting. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah. 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 It was so weird because I honestly approached Sunday like, this is going to be like pulling teeth, I think, trying to get mm-hmm. them to answer questions. And no, it was. Well, another fun aspect that I'm just going to throw out there. I mean, the teaching was super solid Thank and you. great everything else. One factor that um, added was that it was our first Sunday with masks optional. Yeah. And through no planning of our own, because we have no connections to the governor's office Mm -mm. and 
anymore. He, those, <laughs> not anymore, <laughs> yeah. at least. Not anymore. Excuse me, we we want people to meet at our church. Could you? Would you be willing day? to drop the statewide ma- mask mandate for us <laughs> on March twelfth, not thirteenth? That's a little suspicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, it was our yeah. first time with. Um, people feeling more free to drop a mask and talk face to face. And it added kind of a s- s- different element. Yeah. I was going to say sweet, but you know, for the people who kept masks on too, it was just sweet to interact. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. it, it, it added a cool layer. I thought well, it, yeah. if, if you can show grace to the staff as if we come up to you on these Sundays and go, are you new? And you're like, no, I've been here for two years. <laughs> if you can then do this for yeah. us, that would be great. <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay uh, getting embarrassed, but I asked Brian yesterday, I was like, hey, who's that person in the circle? I don't think I've ever met them before they knew. And then Brian just looked at me and it was like, this person's been coming for like the last three months, maybe longer, and you've talked to them multiple times. I'm like, I just, there was no mask there. And I, that's not the image that I put together under the mask. Yeah. So it was just shocking to me. If, if Amanda is listening, she's going to say that I planned this again. But the joke that I said was, uh, yesterday is, you know, we did, our minds did create what we think is underneath yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now we've all realized that we catfished ourselves. Yeah. Our mind catfished us <laughs> to what people look like. Yeah. So, I had somebody say something very similar. Who like, took my joke? Well, this is... <laughs> no, they didn't use the catfish word. Okay. But that was this is our seventh time recording the podcast because Brian's been wanting to get the delivery just yeah. right on that joke. <laughs> so um, I'm so thankful that we're wrapping up soon because, man, it's been a long recording. Um so Allison, like, like worship, yeah, yeah. Like, like worship, worship rehearsal yeah. when COVID yeah. started. Exactly. Yep. Um, Allison, do you want to uh, plug anything for Preview next week? Attractions. Yeah. Well, okay. So some people come for the food. I'll just start yeah. easy on that one. Yeah. Uh, Low hanging fruit. Um, so this last week, the focus was helping people find and follow Jesus here in the home. Mm-hmm. You know, your homies. Yeah. And so we had for our snacks, we had homemade um, cookies. Mm-hmm. And so that baked goods all around. Yeah. I had yeah. way too many cookies. And then this next week, we're going to be talking about the next circle out, which mm-hmm. is Woodenville yep. and our what we have been calling our Miracle Mile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to be pulling in snacks from the neighborhood. Yep. So I already have my eye on Woodenville. Bagel Bakery. Yes. And so, anyhow, we'll see what else we pull in. You get garlic bagels just so this place you just smell like garlic. I don't know if that's a service to the people or not <laughs> without masks. I'm an everything <laughs> bagel guy. So, are you? you? Yeah. You're what? Everything bagel. Really? Yeah. I, like I am slowly becoming a fan of that. Yeah. Mm. Um, Asiago or cheddar jalapeno. Mm. I, garlic and poppy is also my other. Oh, the thing about poppy seed, though, it always gets in your teeth. Mm-hmm. So I even had my caterer for my wedding mm-hmm. um, eliminate anything with poppy seed because wow. I didn't want to have people yeah. have yeah. black teeth. Call. You got married in California? Yeah. And you took out the state flower from your wedding? I was, I, I had weird hangups back then. <laughs> <laughs> I hey. now realize that people actually could just not choose to eat the poppy mm-hmm. seed and have white teeth. But what's important <laughs> is you noticed it and you changed. It, it, you know, that's the benefit of growing older. When you know better, better 
you do you better. older and better. <laughs> so, um, so anyhow, bagels, yeah. yep. We're going to be talking about the neighborhood, helping people find and follow Jesus here in Woodenville. Yep. Um, I'm excited for that one because that kind of gets into, um, these past two years, we've been really focused on the family. Um, we've done things like the food bank. We've got involved with local things. Um, but that's something that we've all noticed. Hey, we need to be better about engaging Woodenville and the world. So these next two weeks, I think will be fun because, um, I think people have a pretty good they've voiced their opinions on how we should run church, you know? Um, but we haven't got to hear a lot of insight on anybody do that. (laughs) We haven't heard as much insight on what should we be doing in the area. And I think that's going to be awesome to see people who have had, um, people groups or causes in the area put on their hearts and they've just been waiting for an opportunity to share about it. And I think, um, that's one of the cool benefits of this series is this is also kind of like a data collection for us to, to hear, Yes. What is person at that table interested in and what do they see as a need? Because we're five people who right. feel like we have a pretty good idea, but we're, we are very much aware that we have a lot of blind spots when it comes to the community and things that we should be doing. So or not even blind spots, but also just like not the bandwidth to even think of mm-hmm. the things that we could do. Because- well, and the thing too is like, we want to be, we don't want to be a staff heavy church where it's no. like the staff is doing all, all the, the work. work. It's like God's equipped every single person Mm -hmm. here to like serve or follow in some capacity. So it's like, it's so exciting to think of everybody like stepping up and Mm -hmm. we get to help you do ministry. Mm -hmm. Like we are probably the closest to the early churches than we've ever been at at our barbers. Mm -hmm. As we said, small and poor. Yeah. small. (laughs) We're very close to Mm -hmm. honestly the churches in Bethany Yeah, or maybe the church in Bethany. That's a good way to look at it. Well, Martha and Lazarus. And it's cliche and overstated, but I mean, collaboration truly Mm -hmm. makes things better, right? I mean, when it's just myself coming up with an idea and doing something, my scope is very narrow. And without collaboration, a lot of the things that we do here might not be as effective and they might just feel like they're serving one special interest and not Mm -hmm. the needs. So I think as cliche and overstated that is, there's so much power and benefit to diversity of thinking and collaboration when we talk about what we're going to be doing. So, yeah, Hey, and if I could take a little bit of time, Alison, I wanted to ask you this. Hmm. Sorry, um, we're all out of time. I'm going to wrap up. <laughs> Go ahead, Brian. <laughs> you just... <laughs> Brian, get back a, here. That is on film. The uh, audio <laughs> listeners didn't see this, but Brian hit his head on decorations. And, <laughs> if the twinkly lights worked, maybe I yeah, would have seen that. Exactly. <laughs> Don't sue. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I, you know, I've, I've taught the, the Lazarus being resurrected before, Yeah. but that's the first time I've actually noticed that it said that Jewish people came to comfort Martha and Mary from Jerusalem as their brother died. Do you ever notice that part before? Like the grief that they were encountering. So Jewish drew a crowd, drew a crowd to come to Bethany for Mm -hmm. these two people Hmm. because their brother was dying. And then when Jesus comes to resurrect Lazarus, those Jewish people then believed, put their faith in so Jesus. So it makes you think about his timing. His complete timing. Because I've always, I always, right. as I said on stage, I've always wondered, like, why didn't, why did Jesus take that long? And then you get the, you know, shortest English, not Greek verse in the Bible of Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you could have avoided 
Right. All of this by right. just saying he will be healed, like right. he did with the right with the daughter who was sick. Well, and when I studied this last summer for summer in the cemetery, uh, I had read that the prevailing Jewish belief at the time was that the soul was still with the body mm. for a period of days, but because he was uh, raised on like the fourth day, right? Or yes. Was it the fourth day? Four days. So. The th- anything within the three-day mark would have been seen as like almost waking up from a coma, uh, that you weren't fully dead, you were mostly dead, but not fully dead. And so that timing also was to prove like this was an actual resurrection from the dead, mm-hmm. not just a coma thing. Mm. But yeah, all the people who were able to witness that and have their lives changed as a result to the degree that mm-hmm. that's why the Romans had to start planning Jesus's crucifixion or death because such a crowd was stirring after the Lazarus raising Yeah, that people were that, that that's when like the government got worried about this Jesus, you know, or got more worried. Yep. About the Jesus, yeah, and Bethany was so huge to the to the gospel, the message yeah. coming that the I start the story I started with was just Martha accepting the call to serve them again, uh, and that was the start of it. it says six days before Passover, yeah. Martha served Lazarus, laid at the mm-hmm. teaching of Jesus. It was like the night before Palm Sunday, right? Six days before Passover, mm-hmm. Passover Sunday. So this was. No, it's Passover. The night that Mary broke the, or Poured when the, she wept and cleaned his Jesus's feet was the night before Palm Sunday. That's, mm. So that's possibly so, true. Possibly true because in one of the gospel accounts, when Palm Sunday happened, Jesus went to Jerusalem, and it says, and then he left for Bethany. Mm. So he might did he go from Bethany, Jerusalem, back to Bethany? Or oh wait, wait, go, wait. So I think Palm Sunday just happened. He went to Jerusalem riding the donkey, saw everything. And so then, did I get the night before mixed up? So it was the night before Maundy Thursday. So it would have been the Wednesday of that week that they had dinner together. It would be Wednesday? So I'm gonna All sh- right, we're going to have to shoot this my, to the audience. I'm going to show my biblical <laughs> ignorance right now. Passover. Was that Saturday or Sunday? So, or was it Friday night? Beginning of the Sabbath. Would be Friday? Mm. Was Passover not on Sunday? Man, I'm... No, Passover was not on Sunday. So, I'm going to wrap things up, and we can (laughs) come back and give our conclusion next podcast. This was... It was fun to watch you guys. I got to call Dr. Voorhees. It was nice to see you guys' wheels turning like that. Um... (laughs) I but remember then, it was the night before something important, either yeah. be, night before Monday, Thursday, or night before yeah. uh, Palm Sunday. I, I was just, I was, was realizing, I, I was realizing as you guys were talking about it, that it did not change anything that Brian said, what was still interesting to, to talk about. <laughs> and then I kept looking at the seconds tick by on a recording <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, we shouldn't be going anymore. So um, thank you guys so much for watching or listening to the follow-up podcast. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.